When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to Home is Where Hallmark is. It has been a while and I'm just laughing because this is round two because I was having some technical difficulties according to my dear friend Amzy. My am sounded like an alien, which I'm actually okay with. Probably better than my, than my actual accent. We are so happy to be back. It has been a while. We have not recorded since December and um, we're just back just in time for Christmas in July, which actually started about the end of June, about, about a week at the end of June. I've been enjoying it during the day. I leave it on um, after I finish watching the Andy Griffith show or Hazel. I love it. Um, so a lot to talk about. We're going to catch up on recapping or reviewing uh, Chesapeake Shores. We're starting at season three. I think we touched on some of it, but we're going to start up with it again because Boy, do we have a lot to say about season three. We're going to go over upcoming movies. We're going to talk about Amber's favorite Hollywood hunk. Well, one of them. Ryan uh, Pavey, Pavey, I can never say his last name, who was in the news recently and all sorts of other stuff. My darling Ambs, how are you, my love? I am great. So glad to be with you again recording. It's been too long. It has, and Amber has been moonlighting. She has been doing movie reviews. She has been cheating on the chair shop, but that's okay. Everybody's all over the place. With Mark, I can never say his last name. How do you say Mark? Radican, I think, is how you say it. Yeah, we can't say it. Mark, if you're listening, we apologize, but please tell us how do you say your last name. We promise to pay attention next time you're on air. Um, I'm so bad with last names. Even Radilage. Though. I think it's Radilage, actually. I'm yeah, sorry. that's that. That sounds That's good. It. Um, and they he has his own little uh spot, and they also on W two M. Yes. Yes. Um, another great uh group, friends of ours, of course. Um, we all know each other, so check those out. Um, really great movie reviews. I think they just re- reviewed Elvis, which I desperately want to say. Yes, and I'm a huge Elvis fan, as I'm sure if you've listened to any of these podcasts, I think we've talked about that. I um, do. I love Elvis. So um, it was, I was really impressed. So definitely go and find that uh, review and go see the movie. You know, I'll just, I'll just say this about the Elvis movie. You knew it was going to be good. I had this conversation with my sister. I was down in Maryland a few weeks ago, um, beginning of June, actually. So about a month ago. And I had this conversation with my sister. You knew the Elvis movie was going to be at least decent or good because Priscilla raved about it. 
because yes. even if she had given her permission, if she didn't like it, she was not going to say she liked it. So yes, and uh, if, if we all know anything about Priscilla, if you've ever been to Graceland or anything, she is very, very picky about making sure things are authentic to how Elvis wanted it back when they were mm-hmm. he was still alive. And I was hesitant when they said they were making the film, but I and I was really didn't want to go see it. I was really worried it was going to be really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she came out on her Facebook page and said, "Go see it." It's definitely accurate. It's perfect. It's great. I was like, okay, now I'm all right. <laughs> Let's go. That's exactly how. That's exactly how um, I felt. And even Lisa Marie gave it a seal of approval. And she, I think, in some ways, is even tougher than um, her mom uh, with it. But I, you know, I would definitely a little bit because I'm not a huge fan of Tom Hanks. Nobody come at me for that. If anybody's actually listening to us, I'm just not. You know, um, but we won't get into that. But I heard great. Everybody I know has seen it. The reviews are amazing. I hope it wins every award possible. And the gentleman playing Elvis has a wonderful um, career. But yeah, Amber and I. One great thing about Amber's eye is like we kind of live worlds apart. I mean, we're in the same country, but um, big city country girl kind of, you know, kind of thing. But we have so much in common. It's awesome, which is why her husband, um, our Jason, was like, "You two have to like, you know, get together." So, but I've been enjoying, um, I apologize for all my elves. I have been enjoying the early Christmas and July, you know, Christmas and June stuff. They've been showing a lot of, and I've noticed they've been showing a couple of quick comments on this. Don't ask me the titles they've been showing, you know, I don't know them. I should because we're podcasting about it, but I don't. I did see today one of my favorites, um, Don't Kiss a Man in an Ugly Christmas Sweater. I really enjoyed oh, yeah. it because I feel like the couple's a little bit more authentic and real than some of the couples um that we get and you know they show a lot of the popular ones i have noticed that we have not have not seen one candace cameron and not one danica so i'm curious if we'll see those movies in rotation um well i'm, I'm looking at the schedule here for all the movies and it looks like crown for christmas is on here on the 17th and i'm pretty sure i think danica is in that one mm-hmm yeah um, all right but you know how usually they're like heavy in rotation yeah I haven't I haven't I haven't I mean not saying I mean I don't have it on all all the time and sometimes it's just in the background but it's like usually it's pretty you know what heavy on the two of them and they've been showing a lot of like 2013 2014 2015 and the first point I'd like to go into very quickly is something that your man Ryan said in an interview um that was posted I'm a lovely man ryan okay so ryan's on first of all like 17 times a week right <laughs> did not realize this man did something not even like repeating the movie that i've seen you know i did not even realize this man did so many christmas movies you know whatever <laughs> like you know whatever so <clears throat> but he's on like almost i swear to god he's on like every day because i'm always like oh there's amber's man and i'm not talking jason you know he's like the he he, he is the, like the picture book version of like a prince as far as like I'm concerned like he is the I guess what they would call I used to call a certain store that I used to go to all the time and buy clothes the mecca is what I called it and I feel like he is like the mecca of pretty like beautiful men so I 
I, no, it's, it's funny you said that because he is. But I just saw on the internet as I was, you know, double checking, like, you know, um, Hallmark, mm, Hallmark news that we might have wanted to talk about or whatnot. And it says, I was looking for the Ryan Pavey interview um, that I'm about to mention. And there was another article that said Ryan Pavey is the Tom Cruise of Hallmark movies. And how perfectly accurate is that? Because it's true. Yeah. It's it's true. He does like the little more actiony ones, you know, and rugged, you know, rugged ones. Um, but in this interview, he said that the Hallmark ex- and he's one of the guys that have signed an exclusive deal. Thank goodness. Because um, then he said that you know Hallmark executives are listening and that they're going to try to get away from, or that they will be getting away from, the very cookie cutter feel of it, you know, the Christmas movies. And now, so one thing I, which is great. So now, one thing I noticed during you know my viewing of the early you know early christmas and june stuff is and they're showing 2013 2014 you know like that is that they weren't always so cookie cutter the plots had more depth you know it wasn't as they weren't as paint by number i mean it was the same thing it was christmas theme somebody got lost but the characters seemed to have more depth it didn't seem as like you can just insert any character into the plot into the movie and have this you know, the same movie. There was, like, other things, you know, um, going on. There was just more meat to the story rather than sugar. I think a lot of that has to do with Hallmark is really, really, really good at churning out those movies. And Mm -hmm. I think there was such a demand for new ones that maybe they were falling into that, you know, niche too much. Mm-hmm. Maybe they needed to like do less but more. You know what right. I mean? no, At absolutely. this point, they've got million. You know, they've got a gazillion of them, and I'll yeah. watch every one of them a million times. Well, there's some that I wouldn't watch a million times. That I don't like, but I mean, the ones that I like, I'll watch two hundred times. Like the most wonderful time of the year is one of the ones that I really love. Neither of those actor or the actress do Hallmark movies anymore. I think it's from like 2011 or something, and it's one of my favorites. But I will watch that thing five, six, ten times during Christmas because it's my favorite. So, yeah. yeah. I did get to see one of my favorites, the one on the train, Christmas on the train, whatever. I don't know the name of it. Don't, you know, don't ask Next me. stop Christmas. Yeah. No. Not that no. one. Not the newest one. The older one. The older one where um, he's a report, he's a writer, and he's on the train. Um can't Joan, remember that one. Joan Cusack is in it. It's like it's a really good one. I have to look up the title. Like, you think I would know it? Um, I so I mean I've seen a lot of ones whose again titles I should know. I apologize that I do not know them. Um, oh, on right now, which I do not have on. I look at the schedule. Is on the the twelfth date of Christmas. I really enjoy that one with the scavenger hunt. Yes. I really I no, I we're talking about that one. I really enjoy that one. So, I mean, they've been showing a lot of the ones that they showed during, you know, the whole the whole thing. I mean, we all, you know, know what they are, but they've been showing some that were, you know, um, from a few years earlier. And I enjoyed those because they had a little bit more um, to them. Again, I mean, they've been showing, you know, Christmas in the Plaza, Christmas Next Door. These are the ones that were, you know, on today. So all titles we know, all people we know, obviously. And it's been fun. And I'm looking forward to um, Christmas in, you know, Christmas in July. Because I just leave it, you know, on all day. But 
I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do to break out of um, their mold. And Mahogany, their Mahogany series has one coming on, which I'm trying to find the um, the title of it. Have you seen the um, preview for that one, the commercial for that one? I don't think so. What's it called? I'm going to tell you right now, as soon as I find it. Is it a Christmas one? Um, I don't think, no. You know what one I have not seen that has our favorite gentleman in it? Mm-hmm. Is the uh, Christmas window, window, what is it called? Winter or Window Wonderland. Let me try that again. That has our lovely um, Paul Campbell in it. I haven't seen that one. They didn't play it at all last year. Wait, which one is that? I don't know if I know that one. It's the one where him and her both work at like kind of like Macy's or something in New York or like a, you uh, know, in a big city. Uh, and they are like having uh, a competition on who can who can design the best window um, display. Mm-hmm. And whoever can whoever can come up with the best window display gets the main job. And it's uh, of course it's got Paul Campbell in it, who's like our favorite. Yes, I have not seen that one forever. So the one from Mahogany, um, not to cut you off or change the subject, because I want to say something about Paul Campbell in a minute, is called "About Unthinkably Good Things," and it's at uh, it says at a crossroads in her career and love life, Allison, played by Karen Pittman, is in need of the love and support of her two friends, Melina, played by Joyful Drake. This is straight off Hallmark um, movies and mysteries, and Risa, played by Erica Ash. When they visit her in Tuscany, Hallmark has this love affair with Italy. This past few months, you know, I don't know this. The reunion, nothing against that. The reunion causes each woman to re-examine the state of her own life and relationships. While they have different personalities and perspectives, they know each other's truths and help to make life-changing decision, decisions between the good wine, delicious food, and a healthy serving of romance set against the beautiful backdrop of Tuscany. The three women relish in the importance of friendship and inspire each other to make this next season the best one yet and take the leap to pursue life the life and the loves they've always wanted. It stars Karen, Joyful Erica, Lance Gross, Jermaine Love, and Luca Setta. Now, we've seen a few set in Italy in the past, you know, few months of new movies. There was the the one with the wedding veil, and then there was mm-hmm. the one with the and all this stuff. And this one looks, and they were good, but especially the wedding veil series. This one looks so good. The acting looks so good in this one. I am so excited to see this. Um, it just looks very fresh, you know, and just from the, I mean, Hallmark movies and mysteries, and we've said this before, tends to have some of the better acting and plot lines. Yeah. Less, it's less cookie cutter, but this one is so fresh, not just because it's African American women, just like the action and the fact that it doesn't seem as, you know, cookie cutter, even for Hallmark, you know, movies and mysteries. And I, I still always want to say murder and mysteries, but that's not up Hallmark's alley. Um, then you have to check out the preview. It looks really, it looks really good. Um, and I think it's on in a few weeks. The website is not, oh, it's on August 28th. So they're actually heavily promoting it already. So that's oh, wow, yeah, that's like yeah, so that's that's really good. I'm very much looking forward to that one. But 
Okay, so where do you want to start, my lovey? Do you want to start with what's coming up with Christmas in July? Yeah, since we're talking about Christmas, we'll go ahead and do the Christmas in July, and then we'll end with the Chesapeake Shores Season 3, Part 1. Okay, so... So between July and the, between July, no, we, wait a minute, hold on. Hallmark Channel, we're a mess. The Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries will be premiering five new movies in July, um, starting July 9th and ending July 31st. Three of these movies will be Christmas movies. I thought they were all movies, but they're not. Uh, all Christmas movies, I know, I'm a hot mess. So first one we got is my grown-up Christmas list. Which I'm told that Kayla Wallace and Kevin McGeary, McGarry, who are the stars, are actually a couple in real life. I have to Google that. So it says, Taylor, a journalist, and Luke in the military share a special bond that grows between them over the course of several Christmases that they spend together in a pot. I like this concept because have you seen the have you seen the trailer? Have you seen the commercial? I've not seen the trailer yet. Okay, so in it, his character Luke says, how do, basically, it's like, how do I convince this woman that, you know, we're meant to be when I'm going to be gone a year? So the couple is not actually together. You know, the whole really, you know, they're not in the same, I mean, they're together as a couple, but they're not in the same place. You know, so I think that's a nice take on it because there's obviously many people who are in long distance relationships, you know, and especially like, you know, in, in the military. And it's like a little different recipe there because it's got the over several Christmases, I think is what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds a little different than what, you know, they've been. <clears throat> Usually the whole storyline takes place in like a couple of weeks. Yeah, like that, a month or something. that. Sometimes it's like a whole weekend and you're like, give me a break. <laughs> no, I don't think it's like, you know, that's what. So that one is going to be on the Hallmark Channel on July 9th at 8 p.m. The next one is Campfire Christmas. Romance yes. rekindles to Peyton and her closest friends when her parents decide to host a holiday-themed reunion before selling their family-owned summer camp. Oh, Lord. That's a new one. All right. So, But I like that because it goes with the Christmas in July theme. It's a summer camp. That's kind of cute. I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. Tori and yes. Corbin Blue. Oh, so it's, I don't know. I like that. Jeffrey Bauer. Uh, Chapman, Caitlin Stryker, Matt Hamilton, and Alex Santos are the main cast listed. And that, I have not seen a commercial for this one. And that is Saturday, July 16th, also on the Walmart channel. That sounds kind of cute. It goes along with a lot of the tropes, like there's something being sold, right? Well, you should know that cordon blue from something else. Maybe you don't know what it is because you probably don't have a teenage daughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But what? he played he, in. Oh, um, oh, don't tell me. I know what it is. And I can't think of it. I've seen it. And Kim, my friend Kimberly is obsessed with it. High School Musical. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. He played um, Troy's best friend. And I cannot remember the character. Um, but he's very, very good. He's very good. Very good actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> I'm excited about that. a younger crowd. I kind of like that. Um, Christmas in Toyland. Okay. A toy store data analyst attempts to save hundreds of jobs right before Christmas 
to help keep the in-store experience alive. Okay, it sounds like a combination of a few things we've seen before, but that's okay. Vanessa Lenges and Jesse Hutch. I know the names. I'd have to look them up because I'm a horrible person. And that one's on Saturday, July 23rd at 8 p.m. I will be at a wedding that day, so I'll definitely be DVRing that one. Um, haven't seen anything about that one either. I mean, this Toy Story data analyst doesn't sound, you know. I like it because it sounds like a realistic job. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't like, uh, you know. I don't um, think I've ever heard of her before, like, in this in I, Hallmark. Like, I feel like I know. I'm going to Google it because I feel like I know the name, but I can't place her. She um, looks super familiar. I think he's been in Hallmark movies before. Yeah, he you def- Google him, You Google her, I'll Google him. Okay. This is our new format, by the way. We're just kind of going with this and talking yeah, about what we want to talk about. As we go. We're making it up as we go along. Yeah. Jess Hutch. Oh, she's super. She Jesse Hutch. Hutch. She kind of reminds me of Lacey. Oh, this guy's like super attractive. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the a little bit of bad boy tone. So some say reminds you of a young Tom Cruiser, Matt Damon. Well, I don't think Matt. No offense to Matt Damon, but I don't think he's attractive at all. But uh, he's very, very pretty. Let's see. He's been in the Butterfly Effect back in two thousand and four. Oh. Surely you've done something since then. That's where I know her from, I think. Hold on. Let me... Hold on. First of all, I think this article spelled her name wrong. Okay, so he was in Supernatural for, like, multiple appearances. Did you ever watch... I'm I'm gonna look... I never watched Supernatural, but I'm gonna look at him in a second. Bruno, stop. Did you ever watch Glee? Yeah. Yeah, I watched Glee. Do you remember... Do you remember the rich girl who couldn't sing but was in them for a while, with them for a while? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I remember her. Yeah, that's her. She's adorable. I loved her character. Sugar. She was sugar ugly. Okay, so he was in Chateau Christmas in 2020. Oh, so, yeah, he's done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
seen several Christmas movies. I know for a fact that one is a Hallmark movie. She's <laughs> she's done a lot. You people would know her from a lot. She was on Glee, um, Resident Advisors. She does some voice work. Bruno lay down. Um, she was in Haunt of the Holidays as Sam Wallace. Um, and she's on uh, Turner and Hooch, actually. She plays Erica. So, yeah, I, 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 actually, I really liked her. Hold on. I'm just trying to close out some tabs. And let me get back to this other one here. And do, 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 do. Okay, this one. Okay, so those are the three Christmas ones. Now, this one is called A Splash of Love. And it's a twist on something we've seen before. Okay. A PhD student, I can't even say this. A PhD student expands her studies to include the whales of the Pacific Northwest. There, she meets a whale watching tour guide, and they soon find themselves bonding over more than just orcas. Who the hell wrote this? Because that doesn't capture me at all. It makes me want to laugh. No offense, offense to Rihanna Fish and Ben Hollingsworth, but. We've seen this with the one with where she's trying to find like the special waterfall and the other girl who wants to like climb a mountain or whatever the hell she, she wanted to do. I mean, so it's another trope, you know, and it's going to be very outdoorsy and there's probably going to be a lot of green screen and I sound really cranky, but that sounds like bad fan fiction. It doesn't come on until the end of the month. Yeah. Okay. And then this one. It's also a take on things we've seen in many areas, not just Hallmark, but it could be fun. At 14 love letters, after historic love letters, okay, so we, the previous one's on Hallmark Channel as well on July 30th. 14 love letters, after, his, after historic love letters start anonymously appearing in Kaylee Sharp's mailbox, the hobby form. The hobby former searches for her secret admirer and opens herself up to love. Cast Vanessa Sears, Franco Lopresti, and Madeline or Madeline Claude. That's on Hallmark Movies Industries. And that's the last one, actually, that's on my um my it site. It reminds me of that one with he's the um they meet in college. He gives her a ride home for Christmas. They both work at the radio station, and then he's all into Christmas, and then several years later, like 10 years later, um, he's like the main radio guy on the channel, and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes, it definitely reminds me of that. And she, like, makes him little, little um, gifts. Mm-hmm. Is it the 12 mm-hmm. Gifts of Christmas? I think maybe so. the 12th gets the Christmas. Yeah, so I mean, they don't sound that the last two kind of made me chuckle. The Christmas ones sound actually kind of um, um, fun. So, and again, throughout the month, they're going to be showing all of our favorite Christmas ones so we can have a little cheer as we're suffering from this horrible heat because I hate the heat. Um, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm actually looking forward to being able to catch some that I haven't. I haven't seen. I mean, I would have twinkle lights up all year if I could. I do have a little thing of them in my bedroom, but I love lights, so I, I would do that. So it'll be kind of nice. Now, before we move on to Chesapeake Shores, let's talk about one last new movie that was kind of announced, and there's a couple of things maybe we can go over if we have time at the end. A Grey's Anatomy star is heading to Hallmark for a brand new po- body positivity movie. <sighs> J.C. Elliott, who plays surgical resident Taryn Helm since season 14 and now like on 37 or something. 
bullied Holmwalk's new original film, Romance and Style, with Benjamin Hollingsworth of Virgin River. Love him. Elliot will play aspiring plus-size fashion designer Ella, who wants to create clothing for women just like her, while Hollingsworth will portray Derek, a prince of publishing. The official synopsis reads, Ella's you." Oh, it's Ella. Ella's unique designs inspire publishing mogul Derek to include plus-size fashions in his magazine. It's not long before Derek realizes Ella influ- Ella's influence reaches far beyond the catwalk. I swear to freaking on everything in the universe, if this turns into like, oh, she, you know, she. First of all, the actress, she's beautiful, and she was actually she's actually lost weight, which you know, fabulous. I'm not saying anything about that. She was bigger, so she'll understand the role. It's not like they're taking like a thin girl and pretending she used to be like super fat, you know, this is an actress that was bigger and lost weight, you know? So it's not that, but if this turns out to be one of those, he has to see past her really not anymore. Plus size body. She's curvier. Um, but she's about the size of like, Oh, the lady, the girl chicken roadhouse romance, whatever her name is. Yeah. Yeah. They're really not that different size-wise anymore. And I'm not knocking her. She's a beautiful girl, and she did lose weight, so she understands what's behind it, you know, how, like, it really is. But if it's one of those things where, like, oh, my God, you want to be with her, and she's, like, so much bigger, and he has to see past that and accept her. So I go, wait, I swear to God, I'll break my TV. Like, I'm happy yeah. to see it. I'm happy to see it, but if it's filled with stereotypical, oh, my God, can the fat girl get the hot guy nonsense, I will be storming Hallmark myself. <laughs> Come on, well, you, you know I'm a little right. I know you're right. I know you're right. And it's Lauren Elena that played in Roadhouse, Roadhouse Romance. Yeah, I loved her. And she was probably one of the most more Cur- realistic women yes, body and I shapes it. that I had seen. But I she's still, she's absolutely gorgeous. Like, my husband has yeah. a super, super crush. He calls her the hot girl in the Hallmark movie that we watched at Christmas. That's what he calls her. <laughs> Hold on one second. You really killed that bunny, didn't you? You really killed him. My dog's a murderer. Not a real bunny. But see, okay, see, that. so that's my point. I mean, she's gorgeous. And that was just our little friend there, Tyler, you know, being like, hey, I like this chick. Her curves, her this, her that, it didn't matter. You know, that's my thing. We don't need a movie where, like, oh, he has to, you know, accept her. Or people have to accept this hot guy with the girl who's curvier. You know what I mean? She can just... Well, I have a feeling there's going to be some of that because I just oh, have a feeling there's going to be some. Tells you right there that that's basically what it's going to be about. So. I know. So we'll see. <laughs> I'll give it the benefit we'll of the doubt. I got my rant out, you know. Well, do uh, we, while, while you're ranting, do we want to go over the list of people that have decided to leave Hallmark? Yes, lead me through it, my dear. Okay, so let me get back to, I had this pulled up, and then it stars. I know that so right? the big one is Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. The Queen of Hallmark has decided to leave Hallmark and has left Hallmark for GAC. <laughs> and 
And I don't talk about this a lot, but I am somewhat Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a feeling that this is due to the inclusivity that Hallmark has started to include, which I have absolutely no problem with at all. Mm-hmm. Um, millions of different people live their lives a million different ways, and I am cool with that. You do you. <laughs> I'll do me. So, but it kind of makes me look on these as that's why. That's the only reason why I could think of that the queen of Hallmark would decide to leave. What is your opinion on that? Um, I have a couple of opinions on this. I do think that part of it is that the guy who runs it now, you know, really um, pushed off her career over there type of thing. Um, I think that some of it does have to do with the fact that she's kind of ultra Christian, which, you know, hey, that's fine. You do you as long as you're, you know, a good person and everything. That's how I feel about it. Like, don't um, condemn people for living their lives. You don't have to agree with their life. You just have to be respectful to the person you know, and right. not, not seek to cause them harm, you know, or want them to lose their jobs or, you know, go to some crazy therapy because you don't agree with it. So I also think, and the same for Danica, because correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Danica also signed an exclusive with GAC. Yes, she did. Danica, I, Jen Lilly, which I'm not even sure who she is. Mm-hmm. Might kill me. Trevor Donovan, who's been in several, like, he's a more well-known Um. They have all left for um, GAC. So for Danica, for Trevor and Candace, I completely feel that part of it is that um, there's so many other people at Hallmark now. And these three are hitting that, you know, a lot, let's face it, a lot of the Christmas movies, the women were a bit younger. Maybe not necessarily the guy, but um, it was, you know, younger, you know, females and whatever. And I think they kind of, I mean, Cand- I'm more surprised about Candace because Candace had a very popular whole show, you know. Yeah. Uh, on there. The Roy um, Garden series, movies, right? Movies, yeah, movies and mysteries. Danica had movies, but like we weren't seeing her as much. So I can kind of see it in the aspect that like, oh, hey, you know, we're not getting as much work. But with and but more so with um Trevor and Danica, but I th- I think a lot of people feel, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I kind of agree that it might have had to do with some of the you know the values going on over there. But if GAC doesn't have some type of inclusivity or whatever, the, you know, it's not a real word, whatever, then they're gonna come under a lot of fire. You know, I'm not saying yeah. that they have to have it. I mean, it has to be, you know, diverse, you know, if it's Lily white, they're going to have a huge problem and they should, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. I think more so, like I said, I think more so for Trevor and Danica, it's like, Oh, Hey, we're not getting as much work as we used to be. And I kept putting Trevor like in the dad spot, like his yeah. couple of movies, like the dad. Here and that Jean Lilly, I think that's how you're saying L I L L E Y. She actually was in quite a bit of Christmas now that I'm looking at her picture. Yeah, I'm looking at um, she was in quite a bit. 
And she was a she's a younger actress. Mm-hmm. I would say she's probably in her early thirties, if even if she is even in her thirties. I'm not sure. Yeah, no. Um, but it just there's also so many more of them now, yeah. you know, and we're kind of seeing the same ones a lot, and it's not those, you know, those two. Yeah, I'm just I. I hate that they signed an exclusive contract. Mm-hmm. I feel like. I would have liked to have still seen them. Um, of course, we still can because they did. You know, they still have the movies that we love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I hate that there was kind of a, and maybe it was where the, you know, like you said, um, the C, what was the CEO? Was the, yeah, it was the CEO of Crown Media that left, correct, and went to GAC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they felt some type of loyalty towards him. That could be a lot of the reasons. Oh why. yeah, there could be there could be a lot of things. I you know, and we don't know. You know, listen, I'm gonna watch them as well. I mean, I watched the Lifetime ones. I watched the Up TV ones. You know, um, and I've watched a few over on um, you know, GAC. I mean, but people have to understand too. Like some people were saying when it first happened, like, oh, we're not going to support them. When you if you do that, like, oh, you're not going to support Down. Okay, you're not going to support, you know, whatever, because they went over there. But you're not. It's not just. Yeah. A lot of the people who write for Hallmark are also the same writers. You know. Cameron, yeah, they write for everybody. So many. It's so many. So much more than you know that, and so we just kind of have to wait and see. Um, what happens? I think eventually we'll. Hey, maybe they offered so much money that they couldn't pass it up. Who would? You know. Probably. I mean, it would have to have been substantial. I, I mean, I don't know how much GAC makes. Um, I couldn't imagine they make probably as much as Hallmark does. Um, yeah. But, least, yeah. Anyway. You know, if you've got a reasonable amount there, and you've also got the man that probably gave them their, you know. Hallmark career or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of reasons, I am absolutely sure. And let's see here. I think that's, those are probably the only ones I really know. Yeah. Um, those four. And I was looking at the list here of the ones they're showing that are past ones they're showing this time. And it's the Shoe Addicts Christmas. That one was Candace Cameron Bure. Mm-hmm. Um, Crown for Christmas, uh, you, me, and the Christmas trees. I think Danica was in that one. Yep. <clears throat> not sure they're gonna show some. I'm just saying, like it's not nearly as many as I thought. Would yeah, be. not quite as many as I usually do. So yeah, I'll probably still I will watch them. I, I, you know, I watch. I just find people that I like, and I'll watch. I'll watch them. I don't. Pay really attention to much anything. <laughs> the nine lives of Christmas is on tomorrow at eight. The nine lives of Christmas is on tomorrow at eight. That's your favorite. It's my favorite. The only thing I didn't like about the nine kittens of Christmas was the fact that they broke up. I know. Oh, Candace is actually on tomorrow at 10 p.m. too. The Christmas contest, which she was actually way better in that than her co-star. No offense, John Brotherton. But that one was like a little weird. But again, usually when they show these marathons, they show those two endlessly. <laughs> like, oh yeah. 
So. And of course, my favorite one's on there, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. I love that stupid movie. I love that one. I would watch that one 50 gazillion times. I love it. That and that one with, uh... oh, my brain is not working. The one, Lacey, Lacey, mm-hmm. Princess of Hallmark. The one where she finds out he's a, a secret prince because you know that I'm a sucker for a secret prince. Look, they're both every time. Oh my god, you and you and those prince ones—they're both on um, Monday actually, Danica and Candace. So I, my theory's just been proven wrong, but whatever. Okay, I just—I didn't see them at all in those two weeks. That's why. So. All right, well, do we have any other news that we want to talk about before we get into check the uh, I think there was one thing. Let me just check. Okay. It was. Oh, I wish I could think of that. It's Rama bothering me. I can't Rama. think of that movie with the radio, with him being the radio host and cannot remember that one. I swear to God, I feel like it was on in these past two weeks. I know which one you were talking about. Oh, there's a new movie being filmed in Salisbury, North Carolina. There's no... I've not been able to find anything about who's in it yet, but the people in Salisbury, North Carolina are very excited. And There's um, pictures starting to pop up here and there, so I'm going to keep an eye on that, but there, it's called To Her With Love, um, which sounds like it's a take on some classic classic things i think it would probably soon start hearing some stuff about fall harvest and i was not impressed with fall harvest last year don't get me started there was not enough pumpkins it wasn't a lot of this i feel like they just put in there wasn't wasn't it like the south beach one was in the fall harvest yes i didn't understand that like this year better have some more fall in it Oh, look, that Vanessa was in Heart of the Holidays, where career-driven Sam returns to her hometown for the holidays, which could be anybody, where she comes face-to-face with a high school boyfriend, Noah. Of course, again, that could be any, that could be any movie. Um, what are you talking about? The Vanessa, the Vanessa check that we were, that we were talking about. Oh, Oh, that wasn't a good one either. Complete list of stars who are not leaving. Ryan Peavy's not leaving. He signed an exclusive contract. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I know. Thank goodness. Ooh, Christmas by Starlight. I love that one with our boy Paul Campbell and Kimberly Suster. Okay, wait. This is the one thing I wanted to say. So the other day was Paul Campbell's birthday. So I sent him a little tweety tweet, you know, saying how much we loved him. And he replied to us. And I just, like, totally made our week, month, and year. Okay. Now, my love, lead me through this Chesapeake Shores, which is coming back. At- <gasps> Correct? I know. For season, what, five? Sixth and final season of the O'Brien Family Saga premieres Sunday, August 14th. And the farewell run will only have 10 episodes, which I think is what they usually have. That's all they have. Mm-hmm. You will see. Before you lead us through this, my lovey, I'm going to say this. I don't... I, I, mm, they should just, like, pay Jesse Metcalf $27 million to, like, come back and save the show. Anyway, go ahead. I haven't watched any of the new seasons. I'm still in the Jesse Metcalf season. 
Well, you know, it's Portugal. I'm just, I'm just saying. I know he leaves. I know he leaves. Mm-hmm. And oh, I have one. I think the- I'm okay with it. After the last five episodes that I've watched, because what we decided we were gonna do is watching, trying to watch ten episodes in like a like one week. I have like very eclectic things that I like to watch, and <sighs> I like to watch different things. So. <laughs> We, we've decided to do season three. Each season we're going to do it in uh, two different parts. So it's about five episodes. Um, we're going to be watching about five episodes per review. Yeah. So this part we're doing season three, episode one, two, three, four, and five. Um, and we start out with Trace. At the end of season two, Trace had left to go on tour. And at the beginning of season three, he is back. Um, so you get a little bit of him still being on tour and then coming back. And then um, I think she goes on tour with him for like a week. Yes. Um, Abby finds the letter that she wrote to Trace before she married her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, you've got the drama with Jess and Bree over the book. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else? I can tell you I'm not a huge Jess fan. Still not. I have not been the entire three seasons. And Abby's starting to get on the nerves just a little bit, obsessing over this whole Pictures of her and her kids in the um, tabloids, which I've never had that deal with that. But I feel like <laughs> if you're going to be dating somebody that is somewhat popular and is on tour, that that's probably going to happen. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's nothing you can do. People are going to take pictures. And it was like she was obsessing over it the whole time. Did you feel like that? So this is season three is where I started to not care about her at all. She became, so there was the whole thing with like Trace and the pictures, which like you said, we've not been in that position, but I feel like she was acting like Trace was paying these people to do it. You know what I mean? Like he, she blamed him for the whole thing. She's so unsupportive. He should have left her earlier. Right? And I mean, like, the pictures weren't that, like, they weren't bad pictures. And it wasn't like it was bad press. It was very well, I felt like it was very well touched. Like, you know, there was, like, one picture of them kissing and the other one of him putting one of the girls on his shoulders. Yeah. I don't feel like they were that bad. And I feel like she just made a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, she... They they wrote her as such a shrew, you know. They I hope she, I hope she gets better. She doesn't. Spoiler alert: she really doesn't. She doesn't get any better. And no. I like I like her. I like the actress. I love. Um, but I don't really like the way she's playing. And then. Um, let's see what else what other storyline did we have? We had Jess and what was it Jess and Bree and the book. 
Mm-hmm. It was like she was kept saying that that character was her. No, it's actually Brie. Mm-hmm. And ugh, I don't know. I feel like Death is like way out of touch with reality. Do you feel that way? Um. Hmm. Okay. So. Yes. I am way far ahead way far ahead. I, I'm finished, but I have to go back and rewatch so that we can recap these, you know. Um, you know, better or discuss them um better. But um I I I'm caught up. Like season six comes out tomorrow and I'm like, okay, I I'm here, you know. I never liked, you know, Jess. Ever. Ever from the beginning, the whole like she needs to grow up like a long time ago, you know. This this one I felt like a little bit bad for her, like with the whole um um what's her husband's name? Uh, what's her husband's name? His boyfriend's David now. It's David. Well, spoiler. Right. David. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, I knew they got married. I knew they got okay. married. So, okay, so anyway. So yeah, so her then boyfriend, like the whole thing with the parents, where he was trying to like break them up and thankfully Brie was there to help her figure it out and she stood up for herself. But there's the whole thing where they're fighting over the book and how dare you know how well, she's da- a writer. She's gonna write about what she knows. Yeah, like how dare Brie tell the story. It's her story too. And they all most of them like attack her for wanting to tell it because they're selfish. Season three did not paint most of the O'Briens in any decent light, except our boy Connor, who's constantly like shoved around by like this family. And Brie, I like Brie way more than I like Jess. Brie is just shit on by the family over and over and over again. Because Jess is a whiny little bitch. I can't stand her. She's not real, but I can't stand her. I mean, Brie is, I actually like, like her character quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like so far she's probably, I feel like she's pretty realistic. But, I mean, I really didn't feel like any of the other family really gave Brie too much of a hard time about the book. I felt like it was mostly Jess. You know, brother looked at it with the older brother, Kevin, looked at it and um, kind of was like, okay, yeah, it's fine. And, you know, Abby really didn't say much about it. But, you know, Jess? Abby is the most level-headed. Did you get to the part where the father looked at it yet? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. So we'll discuss that next time because there is there. So I'm because I'm ahead of you. So there is you know more to it. So I'm reacting to a little bit more. But to to back it up, I think Jess is just such a horrible character. Like she never really wants to own up to anything that's a fault. You know, anything she doesn't like can't be done. It's just so annoying. It's like go to therapy, right? And that I will say this though. That whole scene of when she has, when she puts that dress on and she goes down to like the party area and she's like, listen, mm-hmm. this is how it's going to be. I, I, she kind of redeemed herself a little bit. And then when she runs back and there's Brie in her dress <laughs> with all the suitcases and they run in and they get in the cab, that was the best part of the whole season. That's the power, girl power. That was like the greatest part of the thing. She has her moments. I loved when she stood up for herself. I take outside of, if she's interacting with people outside of a family, she's a halfway decent character. When she's within her family, she wants everything to be, they, they've written her so that like, you know, the world revolves around her. 
She's That's a spoiled little brat. She's just, yeah, and the whole thing, you know, like, you know, even in the season three, like, she's still, like, blah, 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 you know, about her mother. And it's like, okay, I get it. I do. You want it to be realistic, but you're killing it now because she's just coming off as awful. You're not showing her making any opportunity to try, you know? Right. And then, so it's season, these first five episodes, it really started to make me dislike Abby, who overall I do like, right? But it just showed, yeah. this, I think, started to show like how um, she can't compromise. You know, like the whole family for the most part, except maybe Brie and Connor, are, and I do like Brie, are extremely, I feel like Brie's the one that gets lost in the shuffle. And I feel like Connor is the one that'll like push against the family norms and like gets. Well, it goes back to the first season when I left him at the freaking miniature golf. Mm-hmm. He's like the forgotten one. And, yeah. and I love Connor and I love Connor's character, but I will tell you, I was very angry with Amy's first episode. When Kevin saw that girlfriend of his getting into, you know, having dinner or getting into a car with that yeah, guy, yeah. and he told Connor that, and then Connor got mad at him. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get mad at the messenger. Yeah. And then, and then, like, when he found out it was true, it was everything Kevin thought it was. You know, then he stopped talking to his brother because he was right. And it's like, mm-hmm. why are you mad at Kevin? <laughs> yeah, well, people don't want to hear the truth, especially, I think, when um, they suspect something. You know, it's always hard to, you know, um, hear it. And I think it goes along with the... Um, the ca- oh god the character um I'm all tangled up in my wires <laughs> the um the character kind of being like the forgotten one and kind of feeling like he's not good enough like you know for the family and and everything so like oh now he's feeling it um again in a, a different way and his brother's kind of like you know a little bit the golden you know the golden child you know along with um Abby and everything but you know it just it didn't paint so many of them just came off the father a lot um in the next few episodes so but between Abby being just like a witch for like really no I mean a good reason but she's not support she just it just really started of the descent of how like she's really not supportive of his career you know at all in in my opinion And then just being Jess, except she had that amazing moment when she was like, you know, a few people, like, I love them, you don't like it, you can go F yourselves. That was amazing. Um, I didn't like the way she treated Brie, but then, of course, expected Brie to be there for her. And, of course, she was, because that's how Brie is. But Sarah, this is why I started to hate Sarah. Sarah, I can't stand her. I, I, was, I love this show, and I love to hate them, you know, so it's great. But even her with the whole now like, Sarah's Kevin's yeah she's he, he's trying to help her and she's like and it's it's realistic like you have a traumatic event and you start like doing like all these things to like prove you're fine and you're invincible I get that that's like you know rather realistic a lot of people go through that but they write the women so bitchy I mean we are we're women women are bitches but they wrote these three like so I don't I like it's hard to even watch it and feel like they can redeem themselves yeah I'm not a huge Sarah fan 
<clears throat> I say Brie. I like Brie. I like Connor. Jess kind of redeemed herself, and she's not. If she turns into not being such a spoiled little brat, I think I'll like her more. And... Don't get your hopes up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I know I sound bitchy, but. I do. I sound super bitchy because there was a lot of good parts. I mean, so did Abby's ex show up in the first few episodes? Because I, I watched further ahead because I wasn't sure how many we were doing. But so no, I think, no. I think that's later on in the season because I have watched the rest of season three, but I can't really remember right, exactly this, everything. Really good stuff coming up with, Ab, with um, Abby's ex and, and everything. And then we all know that goes to... Um, hell in a handbasket because like I said we've backed up a little bit to refresh our minds because we we have um and it was curious because I knew that we I was curious because I knew that we talked about a lot of it I'm like oh will I see but not really but maybe that's just me because I'm a mean I'm a mean person I'm a very cranky person um what's I gonna say what was I saying but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming up that I can't wait week till we can talk about when we f- refresh our brains. But I think the first five episodes were rough because every the, everybody's like crankier than I am, <laughs> and it's like, how do you want you me to? You are not cranky. I am. I am. I'm like shouting and I'm like talking over you because I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but it is. It's, I suffered through. Not suffered. That's the wrong word. Because I did enjoy watching them. And the, the drama is is great. But it was almost like the misunderstandings and the miscommunications and the tension was a recurring theme for too many people. You know? Yeah. Abby and Kevin and Sarah, Jess, Jess and David's family, like, they picked a plot and they did it with everybody. Yeah, I would kind of agree there a little bit. And then, let's see, what else did we have? We had the, you have Mick and Megan, which is mom and dad, um, Mm -hmm. helping the brother. What was it? They were doing the renewal of vows for his brother and the wife. And I know that um, they get back together, I think, spoiler alert. Because I think I've seen previews for it. Um, so I think this is kind of the um, precursor, I guess. Yeah, I believe so. Getting back together. And then, and then Simon. I I'm still so upset that Simon and Bree didn't wind up together. And I hope. I want. I mean. So then there was Victor Webster's, you know, character. <laughs> oh, I love Victor Which, Webster. He's another one of them that I'm love. He needs to come back in season six. I don't know if you wrote it yet, Hallmark. I don't know what you have planned. I don't know why these people in my TV have on so much green, but whatever. Um, on, But, like, they need to bring him back, and they need to have her with um, him. I don't remember what season he popped up in, but I just wanted to throw that out there. So well, he was in the season at the beginning. He wasn't. He, wasn't. he was in season two because he is the lawyer that um, exactly. Connor works with. Uh-huh. Um, Thank you. Over the um, the trust on that property. Right. You're correct. Thank you so much. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember who he was. Like. He was perfect for Abby. Oh my God. So absolutely. 
perfect. Plus, he's Victor Webster. He's like, oof. Chef's kiss of a man. It's got that um, Ryan TV look. Yeah. A little bit older. Yeah. Since you have Ryan, I'll take Victor. Is that fair? <laughs> no. That's you got to share it. No. What do you mean, no? I haven't. You can't take him. You can't take him. I'll share. I'll share okay. with you. <laughs> you have to share Ryan. Well, that. I will share Ryan. So you you had to think about that one for a second. It caught you <laughs> up. You're like, wait, what? What? That's how this works? I didn't know that. It's like um, Paul Campbell. We both love, we have a mutual love for Paul Campbell. I know, I know. But I'm I don't just think teasing. our mutual love for Paul Campbell compares to our individual love for Ryan No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think Paul is adorable and everything. Absolutely. Um, but let me, hold on. Okay, let's get back to Chesapeake before we go off Sorry. on a tangent about, no, no, I am the one that started it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find his name. Um, Simon. Okay. I feel that Simon Atwater, first of all, I love the actor. I wish I would see him in more Hallmark movies. I wish, 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 wish he'd play a prince or something. Um, I think he's so great. I wish they had gotten together. You know, Simon was such a great character. And she was like very, eh, you know, with him until the end and, you know, whatever. And I just feel like they didn't give him a good enough chance with her. I think they would have been such a great character and they could have been like the normal character, you know, she, he, I think he balanced her out very well. And I think he could have supported her. His type of character could have supported um, her quite a bit, you know, against her family and like really you know, bolstered her. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Now, Oliver Rice is just a great actor. I really, really love him. Um, I just wish they had given that couple more of a chance. I think they would have been so good together. And I think they would have had what they try to go for with, um, and maybe that's what they do it with Jess and David, where Jess is like, so, ah! and David like, is like, okay, you know, and like <laughs> mellows her out. I feel I like, like that. I, like I loved it. I see him popping up in the movies, which is great. I I feel like Simon and Bree could have had that, and they took that from me. I sorry for the spoiler alert, but but you already knew that, and it kills me. It hurts me. And I guess maybe that's why I'm angry at everybody else. He played in Eight Gifts of Hanukkah last year, I think, is what this movie is, and his name is Nigel in this movie. Is that not such a movie? For- like a name for him perfect i guess perfect name for him to play because he's got that nigel's very like i feel like it's a very english british name um and it fits him prince nigel duke nigel baron nigel prince king nigel something hallmark anyway well i can tell you this hallmark if you do not try some way in the world to give that man a prince episode or a prince um starring role in some kind of princess prince movie then you're you're missing out <laughs> really are i'm actually going on twitter right now to tweet them this dear hallmark as you're planning your christmas movies is this year we're going to get oliver rice as a prince dear sincerely all of us <laughs> I would, lo- I would love. 
I would love as we're going into season six, see if people, not necessarily just him, but see like other people, like people that were popular, like minor characters, even like for an episode or two pop up. You know, it would be nice. You know, I know you're not as caught up as I am, so I won't say too much. I dislike the new um, <sighs> love interest. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't have to love it. I'm still going to watch the show. I still love the show. I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy complaining about the show. And as much as the we def- complain about the characters, we still love them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like, and she, you're like, I don't complain about them nearly as much as you do, mental case. Why are you dragging me into this? No, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm literally... I mean, I called Jess a spoiled little brat, so, like... I just feel like that's what she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. is there anything else that we would like to talk about that happened in Season uh-huh. 3, Part there... 1? Oh, about, about Chesapeake Shores, Season 1. Um, no, I mean, we do, we are going to start seeing, like, it sets up, like, some growth, it sets up a lot of other, um, storylines, so things, I think the second half of season three is a little bit more balanced, not everybody kind of has, like, the same angst going on. hmm So, I, I, but I think it was, I think also when... Tell me how you feel. It was the start of like where we constantly just feel bad for Connor. Yeah, Connor kind of just like, I don't know what Connor did for the karma that he has. Right? Because it's just really funny to me because my dog's name's Karma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a jinx and a karma, but yeah, um, we kind of joke that, you know, if you don't watch out, Karma might bite you in the butt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But she she's a big sweetheart. But um, I kind of feel like he must have done something bad in his previous life or something, because the first thing we deal with is him losing, not seeing that clause within that settlement agreement about if there's no rule, then it goes back to the land rules for the original when the property was originally done or something. So pretty much Mick can do anything he wants to with it. Um, and then the whole girlfriend thing. So he's yeah, he just every Connor. He just never seems to catch a break. Mm-mm. And I truly feel bad for him. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. Do you so, have anything else? So even though well, there's one piece of whole month news I wanna I wanna go over in just a second, but so you haven't seen any of five. You have maybe a vague idea of what happens, right? I won't say a mm, word. I have but... nothing. Like, I've not oh. watched any of it. Okay. So you have not seen any season five. That's fine, because there's some big stuff. I don't want to ruin it, right? There's some good... I actually, and I actually want to go back and rewatch some of it. And I will as we, as we do this. Now. Season six. Right? Yes. When does it start? Uh, August 14th, I believe. Okay, so, so maybe we can like we'll maybe, get there. Like we can get we can get caught. Like I'll watch we can get off. Yeah, episode. Can... Our next episode will do the oh. last part of season three, and then I think season four is literally just six episodes because that was when COVID COVID hit. Yeah. So okay, you know nothing about season five, which I said like twenty thousand times now because I just keep repeating myself. What? Let's pretend like what would you want to see? 
for the characters as you know them now. Well, you know Trace leaves, so Trace, you know, is, is gone. That's not a spoiler. It was out in the news. You'd have to be on the Hallmark, you know, rock not to know this. So yeah. what is, based on what you do know, even from, like, season four, would you want to see happen for these characters? Hi, my baby. Come in. I mean, like, knowing that, which I know is not going to happen, knowing that Trace leaves, Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to have seen Abby with Victor Webster's character. Mm-hmm. I would have really liked to have seen that. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the gentleman that's in season five. Right. Um, he played on One Tree Hill, which is one of my favorite movie, TV shows. I was mm-hmm. not. He played um, an agent, a sports agent for one of the brothers. And... Um, I'm not a huge fan of his, so I'm not really looking forward to that that storyline. But um, I would have liked to have seen Abby with Victor Webster character. Um, I like David with Jess, so I'm happy, and I know that they do get married. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what I would expect. Um, Connor, I would like for him to find somebody. <laughs> somebody that's not dating other people. <laughs> Preferably. Um, I would like to see him have his own ball, you know, practice. Um, Kevin, I would like to see him, you know, I think he wanted to be a paramedic. So I'd like for him to finish that. Um, and I don't really care too much for her, but... Um, I know I know a lot though. I know they get married, don't they? Or they at least they get engaged? No, they get married. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, and Bree, I would like to see her finish her book, go on tour, and marry Simon. <laughs> I really yeah. I really want the parents to figure out what the hell they're doing. Um Okay, Bruno. Shh. And um, Nobody and I want, I mean, I want Connor. Similar things for Connor. I want him to have a successful office. I want him to just be happy and confident because he deserves that. And then I want, I want. My biggest thing is, I mean, whatever they do with Abby, I don't think people are like really going to be happy. You know what I mean? I would love to see them. I would love to see it where they end it, like where she's not with anybody and like she's happy and raising her kids and getting on with her life, you know. Um, but it's homework and everybody has to be in love, which is like whatever. And my biggest thing is like I'm over Kevin and Sarah. I kind of like don't care what happens to them, which is horrible to say. But um, I don't think the two. I can't, I'm not really invest as much. See, so with like Jess, I'm like ranting and raving about Jess, but Jess, the actress has charisma. Like she plays the part, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's passion, there's fire, like there's what there's character. Kevin, I love the actor that there's no chemistry between the two of them. So I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but from Brie, I want like, my biggest thing is Brie and Connor. Like I want them to have successful 
storylines. I want Bree to find some peace and to be able to say to these people, F you, I am going to do what I want. I'm going to run my bookstore and I'm going to write what I want and listen, you know, and everything. So my biggest, my biggest things are Bree and Connor. I can't wait to see what they do with, um, to do with them. I know like out of all of them, the most I would like my life to be like is Brie because like, Yes. I talked to, to my husband about this. One of my biggest like dreams has always been to be a writer or and um, I told him I said if I had unlimited money and there was a market for it, I would totally open a bookstore and have like a coffee baked mm-hmm. goods type of deal with like a bookstore that didn't necessarily look like a bookstore with couches and fireplace and everything like that. So out of all of the characters, Bree's probably the most that I would like to be like out of all of them. Um, I kind of feel like she has a little bit of the dream life a little bit there um, because she has wrote and does write. I think think she's the most realistic character and I feel like Bree is pulled to pieces by her family. You know, Khan is the forgotten one, but Bree's the one where everybody wants them to side with her. And, like, I feel like she's the empath of the family and takes it all on. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, too overwhelming for her. I think, like, she's the most realistic character um, of them all. And let me ask you this, because I... It was kind of teased in, like, season one and two, but we never really hear... It, I don't know if it ever gets paid off, but Grandma going to Ireland mm-hmm. and them finding the Clotter Ring mm-hmm. um, in the first season, do they ever pay that off? Or does it just... I really don't think so. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't think so. There was, a, there was like a little bit of a mystery there set up for Granny, but didn't really ever come to tuition or, you know, fruition or whatever they say. Yeah. So I think that wraps up um, season uh, first half of season three with much more to come. But there is one piece of Hallmark news that we skipped over, and it was pretty big. What did we miss? Andy McDowell returning to Hallmark with a new drama. I did not know that. Oh, yes, I loved Cedar Cove. Oh, my God. It was so good. I was devastated when it went off. I loved it. Um, Andy McDowell is set to headline a show called The Way Home. It's uh, about an intergenerational family drama that packs a time travel twist. So I think it's kind of like Outlander-y type thing. I don't know. I'm just saying I don't like the Outlander. Um, but production begins this summer. In okay, where- hold, hold, hold up. Did you just say you don't like Outlander? I think those words came out of my mouth. Yes. Have you actually watched it? I have heard, read the books, and I can't stand them. I have not watched it because I can't stand the books. You have to watch it. You have to watch it. I never read the books, and I love the TV show. You have to watch it. I will try the TV show. I will give it five episodes after that if I don't like it. Oh, you'll be hooked. I have no, I have no, it's it's everything we, we, we love. In the book, she annoys the shh out of me. So no, she's a good character in the movies. And okay. 
Jamie is everything a woman could ever want. <laughs> okay, I promise to you that I will try it. So, okay, Andy, okay. go set Let's to go begin. back to the production. Production begins in uh, Canada of all places. Shocking. Um, hailing from da, 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 the mother-daughter writing team of Heather Conkey and Alexandra Clock, who does Heartland. It's supposed to premiere in 2023, so really not that far off because we're halfway through 2022. The Way Home follows the lives, and yes, I'm just reading this. The Way Home follows the lives of three generations of women within a family and spans the years by way of a time travel twist. I love time travel, so as long as they get it right. Um, McDowell will play Del Landry, who has more than for more who for more than twenty years has been estranged from her daughter Cat. Oh God! Due to life changing events that created a chasm in their family, when Cat returns home to their small Canadian town with fifteen year old daughter Alice in tow, a grandchild Del is yet to meet, a surprising discovery unexpectedly sets the trio on a path toward healing, shocking, and helps them find their way back to each other. Um, we found our perfect Del Landry and Andy McDowell, Crown Media Family Network, blah, blah, blah. Da-da. It was crucial to cast somebody with the ability to handle the nuances and depth of the role. I love Andy McDowell. So I, I love Cedar Gove. I love pretty much everything she's done. Um, so I am super excited for this show. My sister was actually a big Cedar Gove fan um, as well. Okay, I'll make you a deal. I will watch The Outlander, right? And we'll talk okay. about it. Why the hell not? If you and they're on when you ha- when you have time, we don't have to do them at the same time because they are on demand. I want you to watch the postables from the beginning. Sign sealed, sealed and delivered. Okay, it's a deal. Oh. I will forewarn you that Outlander is um, like twenty on for like twenty years. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I will warn you, um, which is not a problem. I watch this stuff, and I watch this stuff, but it's very. Um, did you say you watch smut? Is that what you said? Well, I mean, I read smut. But... <gasps> no, I didn't say much smut. But my husband watches the boys and stuff, and so it's on there. But I mean, it is a little. Um, did you hear that? Smut. I didn't say I watched smut. My husband says I read smut. But I mean, I will warn you, it's a little risque. But, yeah, no, no, um, no, 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 that I know. That that I know it is. Um, that's fine. I, I don't mind. That's fine. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no, that's fine. I'll watch it. Well, once we get into the swing of once once we finish, I mean, so our goal for this show is we're still gonna talk about Hallmark. Next time we chat, I'm gonna talk about uh, another Debbie. Not another, but a Debbie MacHalmer book that I read that she's so popular, they do so much of her stuff that this this book should have been a whole long movie, but we'll talk about that next it time. It probably was at some point. I don't know. It's it probably wasn't. in there somewhere. Like it I, might be it might not be like the whole thing, but the storyline's probably in there somewhere. No. <laughs> okay, so the very quickly the book is about um a girl, a lady, um, and her friend, Angie and uh, Kelly. I don't even remember her name now because my mind is going. But she's, you know, pretty much home lock plot. She's 30-something, blah, 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 wants to find love. She decides to go see a matchmaker. Oh, and cute. the matchmaker, it's a guy. Her friend Angie actually went to see him. And Angie was rejected because he says that 
you have to do like this 900 page questionnaire. That's my dog. All right, Bruno, I'm going to go off in a second. Um, questionnaire and so he it's cost thirty thousand dollars and he finds you your perfect you know perfect match and angie was rejected because he said she was in love with some he was in love he said she was in love with somebody else and she was she was in love with the other girl's brother and they actually get together um in the book they did previously it was a secret blah blah super it's a super book and it's a very thin book it's very short like literally in its size and like in length it's like a quick read it's super cute but which some some filler you know so she and she goes, not Angie, the other girl, Kaylee, she goes and he, and she's, so he's like very like stiff and proper, right? A little British-y, even though he's not British, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but they could put a British person in his, you know, spot and it would be like perfection. And he doesn't like, he's like very like, I ask the questions, not like rude, but like very professional, but like she challenges him on a lot of things. So of course, like she ends up falling for him, right? And mm-hmm. through like little twist, he the professionalism between them starts to like waver, and of course, like he falls in like in love with her too. But he's like, you can't fall in love with me. What I like about it is like it's a bit of a reverse. Like she wants love, she wants the perfect family, the perfect Christmas, the two and a half kids, you know. And he's like, no, uh, he's the one that's like, no, I'm not good at love, but not like in a like abrupt like you know nasty you know nasty way. And it's so cute. It's like perfect. Perfect. I'm going to send you this book so you can read it, and then we're going to cast it. Because it's Out perfect. of the people? Yeah, it's so cute. It's it's so it's a really cute book. So, anything else you'd like to add, my lovey? No, I think I'm good. I think I am too. So this is episode 10, maybe 11. We're going to check because we don't know. <laughs> Because <laughs> we are crazy. Um, so we do hope you have tuned in. If you've tuned in, we hope you've enjoyed it. We will be back on a regular basis. Our um fearless leader over at the chairshots.com, Greg, is gonna get us back into the lineup on a regular basis in a permanent in spot. And we so, so, so appreciate his patience with us. And when we reached out to him, he was willingness to be like, nope, you get it done and I will get it on. So Greg, we really appreciate your patience with us. I've known you for a bit now, so I know you're a lovely, um, lovely man. And the chairshot.com has pretty much everything you could ask for reviews, news, wrestling, sports, entertainment. It's there. Um, I do think we could use a little bit more on the gossip section. You and I have to talk about that. I think you, we could run a great gossip column, like entertainment column. Um, we probably could. <laughs> um, Jason probably going to hear this and go, God help me. And <laughs> what have I created? Thank you, Jason. Um, so I am Liz Puglisi, my lovely, beautiful bestie, Amber Teasley. Um, who is also, as I said earlier, oh no, I didn't say it when we redid it, did I? I don't remember because we started this twice. Um, <laughs> is also doing reviews over on W2M.net with uh, Mark Radelik, which I know in the first part we weren't sure how to say the lovely Mark's name. So Mark, if you're listening, we apologize and please tell us how to say your last name and we won't get it wrong anymore. Uh, so go over there, check her out there and you're on Twitter at it's um. <laughs> Amber Teasley, I think one. I don't yeah. know. I know. I'm not even. I'm. I'm trying to get more back into Twitter. I'm gonna get a, an up Instagram up and running again so that we can be active. Um, I'm Lizzie P two two four on pretty much everything. Facebook, 
not Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Liz P N Y C on TikTok. Not that I have anything really interesting up there. Um, but come follow us, come chat with us. And please, if you're listening, let us know, let us know what you'd like us to talk about, because there is so much Hallmark and we want to make this about like Hallmark content and like not just Hallmark itself, but like other aspects of a life that, you know, we're kind of like Hallmark, not that we have like picture perfect, you know, TV lives, you know, but other things that are like Hallmark that have the Hallmark values and stuff and maybe stuff that's not, that has a little bit more risqueness you know like outlander outlander um <laughs> yeah so we're going to be adding some stuff but it's all going to it's a lot of it is going to be um hallmark and hallmark type uh stuff and stuff we'd like to see on hallmark and following our favorite people to uh, things that they do outside of hallmark so for amber i'm liz and this has been home is where hallmark is episode something <laughs> we, we thank will, him but we're not sure we'll get back to you on that amber, amber, whatever it's numbered will be correct because amber is going to check because i don't know how to and amber is our tech person who does all the recording and i have to thank her so much for that because i certainly could never figure out how to do it um so home is where the home is where hallmark is is back in action we will talk to you soon uh, check us out and check everybody out on thechairshot.com. And you go, we're going into a holiday weekend, even though you'll hear this after the holiday, uh, the 4th of July. We hope everybody has a safe and, safe and wonderful Independence Day. And we are going to the summer, so it is a great time to remember the chair shot motto. Always use your head. Be safe, everyone, and take care. Goodbye, everybody. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.